join me on the journey of bettering yourself in 2023. I'm going to get a hobby. You're too old for hobbies, all right? Grow up. I love seeing a smile, an undeserved smile turning into panic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the next episode, the first episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience of 2023. How's it going? How's it hanging? Happy New Year to your bad motherfucking self. It's your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. Back to business as usual. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But listen, get your shit together. What did you do last year? What do you got going on this year? Get it together, people. We're running out of time. We're slowly decaying. It's part of being a human being. Your body and your mind are slowly rotting away. I hate to break it to you. It's not all doom and gloom. It just is what it is. Your body's not going to work as good as it used to. Your mind's not going to work as good as it used to. So you might as well put all of the effort that you have while your body's still good and your mind's still good, you know, into fucking making life worth living. You know what I mean, people? It's all it's all onward and up here from, from here. We got a brand new year, a brand new fucking calendar to bend over and fuck in the ass and make ours this year. How's that sound for you? Listen, got some shows coming up. I'll be in New Jersey this weekend with my good buddy, Aaron Weber, Mr. Big Famous Comedy Celebrity of the Nate Land Podcast. We'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, January 5th through the 7th. That is this Thursday through Saturday, uh, the 27th and the 28th of January. Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh. North Carolina. That is also with my good buddy, Aaron Weber. February, I'm looking at the 10th and the 11th. I'll be in Omaha, Nebraska with Aaron Weber doing some clean comedy, slinging the yucks, eating your butt. You know what I mean? February 16th, big show for me. I'll be headlining at uh, Sonny's Patio Pub and Refuge here in Nashville, Tennessee. Come on through to that one. Uh, I'll run my whole set and probably ramble here and there and say all sorts of dirty, dirty swear words. In March, I'll be in Lowell, Arkansas with Aaron Weber. We'll also be in St. Louis and then uh, rounding out the first quarter of the year with Aaron in Syracuse. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming shows. More dates coming each and every goddamn day, people. How's it going? How was your New Year's Eve, everybody? Did you have some fucking fun? Did you get hammered? You know, or are you too old for that shit at this point in time? We got a brand new year in front of us, people. I am very, very excited. Uh, Good things. I feel like good things are coming this year for everybody. For you, you fine fucking listeners of this podcast and uh, anybody who wants to make it happen. But New Year's Eve, what did you do, my friend? I was down in Atlanta doing a good show with my other famous celebrity comedian friend, Dulce Salone. From The Daily Show, everybody. If you don't know what the Nate Land podcast is, you definitely know what the fucking Daily Show is. Look at your old pal Joe out here rubbing elbows with uh, big-time celebrities. You know what I mean? Had a great show down there. Baron Vaughn dropped in, too. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Listen, I don't. But another big, famous uh, celebrity comedian guy. He came in and did a spot on the show, too. Great show, great time. We were at a theater out in Lawrenceville, and uh, 
it's it's uh, man i have had the biggest uh almost fear if you will of doing sort of bigger shows uh, not arena shows but like theater type shows this wasn't a giant theater it wasn't thousands of people it was about a 450 seat theater i think we had about 380 in there but uh listen i'm not one to toot my own horn you guys know that i'll be hard on myself as anybody else uh harder than anybody else possibly could be you know but uh, i had a good i had a good set ladies and gentlemen i did i'm i'm very happy with how it went uh i did stardom in birmingham alabama at the beginning of december it's about a 450 seater as well that show went well so i'm really getting the um I don't know the feel for theaters and it was, it was just a fun is a long fucking day, but it was a good show, man. You know, I'm proud of myself and I'm not ashamed to say it for uh, once in my life. I don't know how many times I've ever said that on this podcast or even to myself, you know, but I'm very proud of uh, where I'm at at this particular moment, as far as comedy goes and as far as my sets are going. And I have to give credit where credit is due to my good friend, Aaron Weber for taking me on the road and letting me get these longer sets in and getting the reps in and everything. Uh, it's been good. Cause uh, unfortunately I can't do comedy how I was doing back when I was living in my van, when I had to spend no money at all and would just drive anywhere and everywhere and do as many shows as I possibly could. Uh, unfortunately I can't drive six hours for $40 anymore so that I'm in a different place of where, uh, comedy is for me. And obviously I'm not a big name and I'm not selling tickets yet. So I'm happy that these people are taking me out and, uh, just believing in me and giving me a chance. And it's really, um, it's, it's putting me in a, in a very uh, good place as far as, um, just as far as comedy goes, man. The whole bullshit, every other aspect of stand-up and the entertainment business and trying to make a living out of this shit is all a pain in the ass. But as far as getting on that stage and slinging the yucks, I feel pretty fucking good about it. You know what I mean? Feel fucking great. Had a great show. I uh, planned on, I expected to, I drove down New Year's Eve day and then we did the show New Year's Eve, right? So I had anticipated to get pretty drunk after the show, but that didn't happen, people. And I feel like that's a good way to go into this new year, into 2023. We did the show. I didn't have any drinks at the show. The show was at 8 o'clock. We didn't start till around 8.20. Uh, Dulce got an Airbnb. Her mom was there, too. They're both just fantastic human beings. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I haven't talked about them in a minute, uh, just because I haven't seen them in a while, but... There was a point in time when I was down in Atlanta and uh, they treated me like family, you know, when I didn't have uh, enough money or time to go back home to Michigan to see my family and spend the holidays with them. Dulce and her mom and her brother opened their home to me and always made sure that I had a place to uh, get some food and have a nice holiday. So uh, it's absolutely fantastic people out there in this world, man. And I've had a, I've had a, the beautiful opportunity to have a few of them come into my life and, and treat me like family, you know? So she's always looked out for me and, uh, they're just the sweetest people, but they got an Airbnb. We did the show. Uh, we didn't get out of there until close to 11 o'clock and we were in Lawrenceville. The Airbnb was in Atlanta. So that's like a 45 minute drive. Uh, basically we we celebrated new year's eve in the car ride back to the airbnb 
Uh, we missed New Year's Eve by like 10 minutes, but it didn't matter. We saw the clock hit midnight. We were all there together. We all said Happy New Year. We went back to the house. I had uh, I had one drink. I just had a drink. Uh, there's a Japanese, I think it's Japanese, maybe it's Korean. I think it's Korean. It's a Korean liquor called soju. The Dulce and her mom are all about Korean food and Korean just drink and everything. So they made like this almost like jungle juice of uh, soju. So I had like one of those. We watched a movie and then I was like, I'm going to go to bed and this is going to be New Year's Eve. So I woke up today not feeling like shit, not in a, you know, in a bad place. And especially like just because I felt so good about that set that I did last night. Uh, or two nights ago, because this is coming out Monday, on New Year's Eve, that uh, driving back to Tennessee today, being all hungover and shitty, would have taken the wind out of my sails for for having that good of a set. So I hope this seems like a good thing, a good way to go into the new year, not being hungover, not feeling shitty, having a good set. So it's just all about building momentum and uh, I'm not going to drink this January, I've decided. I'm also doing a no-cum January. I'm not busting no nuts. You know what I mean? I was going to call it a jerk-free January, but then it's like, I ain't even going to put my penis, I ain't going to let nobody else make me cum either. You know what I mean? All January, I'm going to let all that cum uh, juice... <laughs> All that cum energy go to my brain. And then come February 1st, I'm going to come absolutely everywhere. <laughs> yeah, nah, I am. I'm going to take a break just from, I, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to buy any weed this month. I don't think I'm going to drink. I'm not going to come. And just, uh, just to see, just to see if I am mentally strong enough to do it. And uh, it's not a New Year's resolution at all, by any means necessary. It's just something that's like, uh, just, I just want to just get my mind away from all the stuff of, of drinking and smoking and, you know, all the other, um, what, it, what would be a good word for it? I don't fucking know. You know, those immediate pleasures you get in life. I just want to take a break from those and see where my mind goes because I have too much work to be doing, you know. So that's where I'm at. If you want to join me on the jerk-free January, feel free. You know what I mean? You don't want to drink or just get fucked up and jack off every day and smoke all the weed and, you know, maybe you'll still get a lot of stuff done in your life. But I just haven't taken like a, a month off from any of those, well, drinking, I've taken some time off here and there, but as far as like weed and fucking and jerking a whole month, I haven't done that fuck since I was probably 19 years old. You know what I mean? And here I am 35. So I think it'll be a good time to just, uh, just do it. Start the year in a, in a good way. And, uh, and see where it goes. And maybe at the end of January, I realize I go, that was the dumbest fucking month of my life. You know what I mean? There's that possibility, but that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing for the first month. I got too much shit going on and I just don't even want to let those things get into my mind. You know what I mean? Don't even want to think about a bar. Don't even want to think about having to buy weed or having to buy papers or having to get uh, a pack of cigarettes so I can roll spliffs or anything like that. You know what I mean? 
or in and just trying to stay away from you know just take a break from from women from everything and just just clear my mind a little bit and see where that energy goes and uh if it goes to uh, i can't imagine it could go to a wasteful place i can't imagine i'd pick up some other fucking vice or habit in the meantime unless i start fucking shooting heroin or something and then be worried about me ladies and gentlemen but join me on the journey of bettering yourself in 2023 everyone's about new year's resolutions i never make a, a resolution uh, you know, I just try and something I was thinking about on the drive back is rather than trying to make up new year's resolutions for yourself and trying to do new things and shit, think about the stuff that you were doing good last year and just build on that stuff rather than going, Hey, I'm fucking 37 years old. I think I'm going to start playing piano. It's like, you're probably not going to start playing piano. You know what I mean? Maybe you will. Maybe you will. Maybe you've wanted to do it your whole life and you decide this is the year I'm going to learn to play piano and you sit every day and you block out two hours of each day and you practice playing piano. And by the end of 2023, you're a master piano player or something like that. But the thing with resolutions, I think, is when you're like, I'm going to do this and then you don't do it, then you're just disappointed in yourself. You know what I mean? It's good to have goals and I guess resolutions or whatever it is, but it why not try and build rather than try and start something new that you could be disappointed in. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, don't try nothing new. Try something new if you want to, but also build on the good shit you were doing last year rather than trying to taking away focus from the good things that you were doing and trying to fill it with whatever you want to do, maybe, you know, start fucking making marbles in your spare time or some bullshit like that. You know, it's like, I'm going to get a hobby. It's you're too old for hobbies. All right. Grow up. Think of <laughs> whatever it is that you thought was a good thing that you were doing last year. Just build on that, you know, and that's where I'm at now. That's, that's just the comedy thing. We were building a lot of momentum last year with the podcast. Thanks to you guys for listening and keeping my hopes up and my spirits high. I love every last one of you. Fucking Darth Shibby out there. Love you, bro. Thank you for checking in on YouTube all the goddamn time. I'm forgetting people's names. I'll start writing them down so I can give you some shout outs and some thank yous each and every podcast because you all deserve it. But, uh, I'm just going to try and keep building on the podcast, building more on the social media presence that I, I've been building this past year. Keep building on the stand-up sets because they are getting tighter. The clean sets fucking getting tight, people. It's fucking tight, and I'm very happy with that. I don't think I've ever had as tight of a set as I do now. And credit to Aaron Weber for taking me once again on the road and giving me that opportunity to keep working that set. And getting it where it is. So it's like, that's where I'm at. Keep building on the shit that you put in place last year and see what the fuck happens. You know what I mean? You, you can't get worse. It can't possibly, the good things you did last year, if you keep focusing on them, there's no way they could get worse unless you completely fuck up. You know what I mean? And if, you know, sometimes that happens. It happens. Whatever it is, you get your feelings hurt. And then you start boozing real hard. And then all that momentum that you have, you, it happens. It's life, man. You know, but uh, it is what it is. I, I feel like this is going to be a good year, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a good year. And uh, it's time to take what's yours. Quit taking shit from people. Start giving shit because uh, 
at the end of the day, no one's looking out for you. You got to look out for yourself and you got to be a little bit selfish, I think, in life to really get to what you want. And if you don't want anything, you're either sad or you have transcended the human mind and you've reached a, 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 a place of Zen that I have not gotten to yet. So kudos to you if you want absolutely nothing out of life. I don't know how you exist, but it is what it is. Take what life gives you, but don't take no shit from nobody. We're going to butt fuck 2023 and make it ours, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to keep coming back for more. You know what I mean? I'm excited about this year. So I just hope you guys had a happy new year and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? I wrote some stuff down, but now I can't fucking read what I, what the fuck does that even say? God damn it. I got it. I think here, I'll just show you if you're on YouTube, I don't think anybody can read that. I think maybe one of my resolutions this year will be to get some fucking better handwriting. Oh, that's what it, okay. Now I remember. Okay. Remember, (laughs) remember over Christmas when, uh, it's, I don't know. I think COVID or C-19, I guess, because if you say COVID, everything will censor you or put some fucking, you know, some warning just for saying the fucking word now. That is some real 1984 shit that's going on right now. Uh, but I think COVID put everybody in this fucking panicky mindset, this preemptive panicky mindset, where even if you think something might go wrong or something bad might happen, People are just like, ah, we, you know, we'll, would okay, this is, okay, I'm not explaining this well. Over Christmas, right? Remember when it was the uh, winter storm of the century, ladies and gentlemen? Remember when it was the winter storm of the century? And everybody, this was my thing. I was in Michigan, was trying, was going to do some shows in Detroit, but they preemptively canceled them because of the snow. And, ah. Ah, fuck, man. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't, I hate that how easily people are controlled by not even actual fear anymore. I'm not saying people didn't get hit with a winter storm and some nasty weather over Christmas, but the way the news was talking, the way the weather channel was talking, and in return, the way that people were repeating and spewing out the nonsense that the news was saying was fucking ridiculous. It was like, oh man, we're going to get 12 inches of snow. We got like two. Everyone's freaking out, canceling shows, shutting down the world again, even if it was only for a few days because of the thought, the fucking thought that the weather might be bad. You know what I mean? It's just so easy to rile people up. And uh, I don't know, just quit li- quit letting these people fuck with you, man. Live your life. If it snows, so what? Go to work. <laughs> Who cares? You can't you can't stop living life because of some silly nonsense. You know, the I just think it's I just think we're fucked. And just so easily fucking scared and skittish. And it worries me. And I think the the whole corona thing and the pandemic, I think it had a lot to do with that. I think people 
were already kind of there before, but just the panic that the media uh, instills in people is very, very troublesome, worrisome, and disappointing. You know what I mean? Worst storm that's ever happened. It was going to be the storm of the century, and it wasn't, and it fucking wasn't. Why does every storm have to have a name now, by the way? It's fucking snowing outside, and you gotta. It's gotta be. Oh, it's Storm Edgar. Edgar's coming in, gonna drop a, gonna drop twenty four feet of snow on you. And everyone's like, "Holy shit! We better buy everything in the goddamn grocery stores and act like assholes and be mean to people and uh, steal the last loaf of bread from some old lady who doesn't even know there's a storm going on. She's just out of cat food and there's no cat food, so she's like, "Well, the cats probably like bread too." So she's buying, trying to buy bread, and the motherfuckers are running her over just so they can get a goddamn loaf of bread. Quit letting them control you with fear. I feel like I, maybe I'm preaching to the choir here as far as this podcast goes. I feel like you guys are a bunch of tough-nosed motherfuckers who don't give a shit about what people tell you, and you mind your own business, and you keep living your life. And if you do, good. Good for you. And really, there's no point in telling anybody else, uh, you know, anybody who's going to freak out and go, this this is the worst storm that's ever happened ever, uh, you're not going to change their mind and go, listen, maybe you should calm down and realize the storm isn't going to be that bad. It's the same thing, man. The same people who freaked out over the whole pandemic and are still wearing masks are the same ones who are like, man, the storm's coming. It's like, fucking shut up. Didn't you realize you were wrong yet? Haven't you realized that you were wrong? Not entirely wrong, but haven't you realized that maybe, just maybe, you got all fucking wound up for nothing? Is that a possibility? No, of course not. Everything you do is right. Keep wearing the mask. Keep washing your hands. You're going to die. You might as well live in fear your entire life. You know, it's easy to get people to do what you want them to do when they're afraid. You know what I mean? It's a fucking uh, abusive relationships. You know what I mean? You get some guy beating the shit out of a lady. She ain't going to say a goddamn thing to him. She ain't going to stand up for herself. And just the, just the threat of, uh, of the abuse, she'll do whatever he wants to, man. It's some weird fucked up psychological shit that they're doing to us. And uh, free your mind, people. Free your mind to keep it strong, all right? <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> I heard something about just onto a new subject now. I heard something about bees that were pretty that was pretty interesting today. It was uh there's a beekeeper on the Joe Rogan podcast and uh you know, I was she's talking about bees and apparently with like I guess honeybees are they honeybees or are they bumblebees? What are the bees that pollinate most of the crops we eat? Whatever they are, those were the bees they were talking about. And they were talking about how bee colonies work and with the queen bee and with breeding and everything. And I guess what it is, is a queen will, she'll breed once, but with like 10 to 15 other bees. But once the breeding is done, I guess she has enough semen that she just stores inside her body that she doesn't need to fuck ever again. But here's the fucked up thing is the bees, the male bees, the ones who fuck her die. 
they go up in the air and they they poke her and they fuck her and they go, oh, I'm coming. And then when they come, their bellies rip off and then they fall to the ground. Now, imagine, imagine you're going to a gangbang with your buddies. You know what I mean? Imagine you're going to go fuck some queen because every lady is a queen, no matter how many guys she's fucking. She's a queen. <laughs> so imagine, imagine you're 15th in that line and you're just watching all your buddies fuck this lady and then die. Are you going to, are you going to go through with it? Are you going to be the 15th one? You have to do it. You got to fucking, you know, it's all about legacy. It's all about carrying your genes on to the next generation. But it just seems like a, a tragic life for a male bee. Also, did you know that male bees really don't do anything at all? I always thought the male bees were the ones that were out collecting uh, pollen and nectar and all that shit. And apparently not. Apparently it's all lady bees. If you're a guy bee, it don't sound like a bad life. You live inside and you fuck a lady. It's kind of like having a sugar mama, except only 15 of the bees get to fuck the lady. And then the other 700 are just like picking up her shit. What a fucking sad life that is. Imagine being a cuck bee. You know what I mean? You're like, hey, that's I love that lady. And there's fucking 15 guys in the air just blowing her back out. And then when she's done, she comes back and she's like, I'm never fucking anybody ever again. And then she takes a big fat shit and then you got to clean it up. That's heartbreaking. I know some fellas like that sort of thing, but good on them. I guess they need to be. I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I was just thinking that if I saw my buddies fucking a lady and they all died, I would probably not fuck that lady. But then again, I'm not a bee. I'm a thoughtful person. <laughs> I'd probably still fuck the lady. Is she, you know, if I loved her, if I loved her enough, I certainly would. <laughs> anyway, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. I feel like this podcast went off the rails. I feel like we were building good momentum with the the New Year's Eve talk and the resolution talk. And then I was like, well, let's talk about storms and mind control and then bee sex. And it's like, yeah, whatever. We're having a little bit of fun. It's being wacky. We're all over the place as per usual. You guys know what you're getting into. It is what it is. Listen, another great video coming from uh, World Star Hip Hop, that illustrious fucking website. I think I'm going to start doing something more with World Star. Joe watches World Star, something like that. Big things coming in 2023. This one's another great video of uh, people just fucking, a dude fucking with a lion, man. I just like that when a lion's in a cage, just the smiles on everybody's faces when they're outside of the cage. Everyone's funny or everyone's happy and thinking that it's funny that there's this giant fucking beast this thing that exists in nightmares, but also in the real world. And they're just going, ha, look at that big, stupid fucking thing. Because that's what's happening in this video. Bunch of people around this lion in a cage. And dude, this lion is just sitting at the, at the, I guess on the, uh, right at the fucking cage wall. You know what I mean? Just sitting there, very stoic looking, like, like just waiting to fuck something up. And these fucking people around him, like, I don't know how you don't notice that. 
that this thing is a fucking monster and it looks pissed off. But everyone's laughing, everyone's laughing, having fun. And uh, I guess a guy tries to fucking hand feed the lion. And of course, sure as shit, that lion bites that guy's hand. And I just love seeing the smiles go away so quickly because they shouldn't have been there in the first place. I love seeing a smile, an undeserved smile turning into panic. I love it. Does it make me fucked up? I don't know. Does it make me a bad person? I don't know. But I genuinely love that. It fills my heart with joy to see people get attacked by lions after they thought they were having so much fun being around the lion. And then all of a sudden their hands in their mouth. And it's like, oh, not so fun now, is it? I love it. I love it so much. I feel like I've, (laughs) this is, I feel like I've seen this video like seven times, but it's a different video. These people who are fucking with the lion have, they should listen to this podcast. They would know not to do what they did, but he got away. He didn't fucking lose his hand or anything like that. That's always, I always want it to be worse. I always want the lion to win. One of the, one of the saddest videos I've ever seen. It broke my heart was uh, a lion in captivity. And I think it was a trainer or somebody fucking around with the lion, trying to clean the cage, doing something like that. And this lion tears that fucking guy apart, tears him apart. He's bleeding all over the fucking place, screaming, crying. And the lion's definitely not letting go of him. And they just shoot the lion in the head and kill the lion. That's one of the saddest videos I've ever seen. I'll try and find the link to that. I don't want to find the link to that one. That one's sad. That one's no fun. But I'd rather see... If that guy, and the, they saved the guy too. They put him in a respirator and all that shit and got his lungs pumping again. But if that guy would have died, I wouldn't have been so sad. What are you doing in a lion cage? Leave him alone. They're monsters. They're terrifying creatures. Uh, so I don't feel bad for what happens to you if you're fucking with them. You know what I mean? But this guy, he got his hand back. He wasn't even bleeding that bad. But just the the smiles that turn into frowns real quick. I love that sort of thing. I love it so much, and I hope you do too. I hope you do too. <laughs> check out the uh, check out the link for the video in the notes of this podcast. It's always there. There's always a link. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. Happy New Year! Uh, I hope you're doing great things in your life. I hope you ended the year strong, and I hope you're starting this year even stronger. I will be in. New Jersey this weekend in New Brunswick, the 5th through the 7th at the Stress Factory, and also in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina at the end of the month, the 27th and the 28th at Good Nights Comedy Club. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming days. Listen, thank you again for checking out the podcast, everybody. I love you so much. I hope you're doing well in your life, and I hope uh, more good things are coming your way. Do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind, Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. And I'll catch you around real soon. Later.